Welcome to D&D Journey of the 5th Edition. Join us in our campaign and shenanigans as we explore the subterranean labyrinths, plunder hordes of treasure, battle legendary monsters. This podcast will be following our gaming group and the adventures of these characters, as well as a few guests from time to time. Join us as we start a new campaign and our journey to experience the best, and maybe the worst, in the 5th edition of Dungeons & Dragons. Hi, this is Kelly, a.k.a. Trixie from Ragnarok and Roll, assigned to Ragnarok Story, and Tilda Wimblewick from D&D Journey of the 5th Edition. First off, I would just like to say thank you to everyone for listening to our varied adventures, as well as for rating us on iTunes and RPGpodcast.com. If you haven't rated us yet, we would greatly appreciate it if you could. And if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon, a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com cppn. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening. You guys, you leveled up last time. As a matter of fact, it was the last episode we just posted. With the ding and the leveling and the level ding ding. Okay, and you guys are heading back out to the where you know the orcs will be coming from. I may have missed that game. Someone better catch it. I'm pretty sure you did. Mm-hmm. The uh, bard stayed behind. Okay. Was it the... So you better have more than 11 hit points. She turned into goddess? I and might. Here's this is what my hit points was last. Yeah. Your bard your, your bard rogue is level 3, right? Nope. Yeah. No, I'm... <coughs> nope, she's level 2. So you know why I'm level 2, though. You're multi-classing. Yes, I am. But that means you're level 3. And that means that you're level 2 and level 1. Yeah. So... Are you are you multiclassing as a bard? Yes. So that you actually have bard ability. Yes. Nice. So uh, <coughs> let's see. You so we're gonna be like, why are you so behind? I don't understand. <coughs> but I I wasn't here for a while. Oh my God. Multiclassing, because we've never actually covered this in any of the games. No multiclassing. I have to be dis- difficult. So multiclassing, multiclassing allows you to gain a level in multiple classes. Doing so lets you mix your abilities of those classes. To realize a character concept that may not be reflected in one of the standard class options. With this rule, you have the option of gaining a level in a new class whenever you advance in level instead of gaining a level in your current class. Your levels and your classes are added together to determine your character class. For example, you have three levels in Wizard and two in Fighter, you're a level five character. As you advance in levels, you might your primary might remain the same or become different and a member of an original class, blah blah blah. So you do have a charisma of 13 or higher, correct? I have 16. You have no problem multiclassing and bard, because you only needed a 13. Okay, so you gain hit points from your new class as described, so you're going to want to roll a bard, yes. It says it does. Yeah. A d8. <gasps> and in your hit dice section, you want to mark that you are a 2d whatever and a 1d8. Which I think oh my gosh, it's a little one D8. I think the thief is a D8 as well. The is the same, which makes life easier. Which Hunter and Cleric are also D8. Yeah. Okay. So in the square in the middle that says hit dice, uh-huh. it should say 3D8. Yeah. 3? Okay. 3. 
Because that means you have three D8s that you can use for healing between. Plus your constitution modifier. So what would be my current hit points then? What's it say there? It says 11. Okay. What's your constitution? My constitution is negative one, nine. So you're going to take one off whatever you roll on that D8. Roll a D8. And your negative one. Roll a D8. Roll a D8. What'd you get? Four. So three. So add three to your 11. Okay. Obviously, you were working on your magical skills, mm. neglecting your phys- physique. Yeah, I'm not so supposed didn't... to fight. I'm supposed to run away. <laughs> so you didn't gain very much muscle mass. No. So of course, now that means you're a level one bard. Mm-hmm. Have you looked well, at what a bard I thought it was a, a level, yeah, level one bard. Yeah. You're lov- so you're level, level two rogue, a level yeah. one bard. Yes. Which means, as a level one bard, you gain access to spellcasting. Mm-hmm. You have Bardic Inspiration. Would you like to tell what Bardic Inspiration does since you're a bard? Bardic Inspiration allows you to, uh, I think it's based off your Charisma modifier. How many you can do is based off of your your level. Oh, you did. Okay, cool. Charisma modifier. So you can bestow a 1d6 on somebody that they can use towards either damage mm-hmm. or uh, ability rolls. And okay. they can use it after you've rolled. Okay. But you have to use it before the DM rolls. I like okay. I like how you said that. So uh, you can say, hey, I know you can do it. And you yeah. give the person it. And that person now has bardic inspiration. Okay. And... Uh, they can choose to roll, uh, you know, however they want to use it. And they get that do it six for up to ten minutes. Yes. Okay. Um, and uh, at this level, you have to do a full rest or a partial rest to uh, get it back. You can do equal to your charisma modifier, and you regain it when you finish a long rest. Okay. Your charisma modifier, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So well, you're right. getting ahead of yourself. Uh, that's the very end of the description. And for spellcasting, so you, what's your charisma? My charisma is, um, I got a plus three and then I'm doing a second. So okay, so plus three is your charisma modifier. So you 16. can give it up to three people. Okay. Or the same person three times or mm-hmm. yada yada. Yeah, so for spellcasting, mm-hmm. you are going to be using your charisma modifier. So you may want to write this down. Your okay. spell's DC is going to be 13. Okay. And your spell attack modifier is going to be 5. Okay. So that's plus 5 when you roll a d20 to attack with magic. Do you have to have a player's hand over there? Uh, spell attack modifier is what did you say? A spell attack modifier is plus five. Plus five. What's you need in the in the player handbook? You're I gonna need to pick. What page are you on? Oh, I'm on page fifty-two, but she's gonna pick spells from at the end. So uh, you're gonna want to pick two cantrips that okay. you can take from the bard list. These are two spells that you can cast all day long. Mm-hmm. My favorite is vicious mockery. Vicious it's... mockery is a lot of fun. Because what happens is you basically insult something as long as they can hear you. Yeah. They don't even have to technically speak your language. Okay. As long as they can hear you. Mm-hmm. Okay. If they um if the uh they have to do a charisma saving throw. Yeah. Okay. If they fail it, 
they are negative till the end of their next um, uh, turn. Okay. And where uh, is the bard list? The bard list is in the magicy section. I'll give you a page number real quick. Uh, it is. That's combat. You want to go to page two oh seven. Two oh seven. Yes. And you're going to want to pick four spells from the first levels list. So I want to choose two cantrips. Two cantrips and four first level spells. Okay. Now you can only cast two first level spells per day, but okay. you know four. Okay. Does and she have to memorize them or is it just... It's kind of at the beginning of the day she writes down what her, what her spells that she knows are, and then she can just cast two of those four spells. So okay. It's, it's, they've made it a lot easier than that whole... Clerics and divine types have to do that whole they pick four spells every morning because they can change them as the divine. I highly recommend you make one of those healing word in case the healer goes down. Or the other healer goes down. Yep. Especially you just run over there and go, stay alive, stay alive. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody stay alive. Okay. So as you guys, you know, gathered your your supplies up to head back to go north to head off where you know the inevitable orc horde will be eventually gathering its strength and coming down and massacring all the people. As they do. As they do. The dwarf will tell you. The dwarf's got stories. Oh, is that... I was in the original orc wars. Is that what we're dealing with? We're we're trying to prevent the orcs from amassing? Mm -hmm. Well, you you guys did realize there's something different with this orc There's something like... Because the, the demonic hand prints on their faces. Okay. Something totally. So not only unique. they orcs, which is pretty nasty, anyways. Or the, what are those called? The Urukai? Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so this is basically the hopped up on demon. Are you recording yet? Oh, yeah, we've been recording. Okay, good. We believe. And one of the big things that you recall the Baron said was the whole, you need to like circle the wagons and get the people in the outreaches back in. Because, you know, there's lots of people that live out in the foothills where the orcs will be coming through first and, you know, mm-hmm. you know what happens to them. I mean, kobolds will just steal the small <sighs> weak. Orcs will burn and pillage and take what they can. Especially when they get their war wagons. The dwarf, the dwarf's sullen right now and drinking. And she's got memories of the orcs Wars. with their war wagons, which are basically these giant wagon slash cages that they drag with them with spoils of war. Beautiful. Uh, my super smart whopping ten intelligence wants to go and do some research and find out what the best way to attack orcs is. Go ahead. Or- <laughs> go ahead and give me a skill roll there. Uh, what combination are you going for? I don't know. Like history for warfare with orcs? Sure. Okay. You can go I, don't, I don't have any skill bonuses with it, but. You can try a skill. You can always try a skill. Uh, I rolled a 10. You think, as a gladiator, the best thing to do is to find the biggest orc weapon. and take the biggest orc down, and the cowards will either worship you as their leader or run away. Like the goddess you are. Oh, your goddess. God. Alright. Okay. So is there any know. special precautions you guys are taking? Um, uh, it, can we can we buy some oils? 
for you throwing can, enough you, and shit. You can spend your cash. I have no idea how much money I have. So I, I have the group tally of cash. I've been keeping track of the group funds. But we you were not here the last couple of weeks. Well, so, uh, well, I have at least up to a point group funds. The rest has been a taxation. As I'm sure the Baron will provide us with oil. Group gold. 49 gold pieces, 2 pieces of jewelry, 50 gold pieces each, 15 silver, and 4 coppers. Yeah, it's gotta be more than that, because we... It, it's we more than that. It's, I, I'm just saying what I, I was uh -huh. here. Uh, Alright, so... Um, I now have combat superiority because I chose Battlemaster okay. or Knight, whatever. Mm -hmm. So I have four superior the superiority dice to use with special attacks. Okay. That Which those attacks are awesome. I chose sweeping attack, goading attack, and maneuvering attack. Ooh. So you're all about controlling the field of battle. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Move together, move together, sweep. <laughs> well, I was thinking the sweeping attack basically it gives you an ability to attack another person. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Warhammer. Go for the knees. Sounds cool. And then goading is fight me, not the tiny little druid between my legs. Uh -huh. <laughs> and uh, maneuvering attack, I think, helps uh, where we can work together and I can give bonuses to... Mm -hmm. Another combatant. Mm -hmm. Similar to part of inspiration, but yeah. from a but, uh, yeah. yeah. Which geez, I wonder who that might work with. <laughs> okay, so, so you guys basically you're preparing, you're all geared up. You've bought some extra flasks of oil. Yep. I can't think of anything else specifically other than maybe mm. replacing the caltrops that we that you got or rid of the ball bearings. The ball bearings, yeah. Caltrops are probably better than ball bearings. Yeah. For orcs, yeah. Yeah. Well, for anybody in the woods. Um, I can't think of anything else. I think the druid would disagree. <laughs> the druid, a tinker. Yeah. Uh, but if, if you're willing to spend some cash, I mean, there's, lo there's yeah. lots of cool things you could get, you know. I mean, you could buy a flask of alchemist's fire. That was awesome for 50 gold pieces. Okay, I just went to a boy orc, so I can't be stabbed. There's always a basic vial of poison you can buy for 100 gold pieces. No, that's expensive. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to waste all our money. And that's not honorable. Yeah. Well, depending on who I fought in the arena, <laughs> I could have used it. Well, I am a right. cleric, so... Tempest cleric. Should I just make still. myself like backup healer? Point? Well, that, that's what Kelly was saying is take one of those four spells as the heal spell. Well, there's healing. healing word and cure wounds. Which one should I do? One no. is ranged and the other is touch. Okay. Uh, cure wounds gives more, but it's you gotta touch them. Mm -hmm. uh, healing word you can do from a distance, but it doesn't heal as much. Okay. It's 1d6 and 1d4. Yeah. Tasha's hideous laughter. Uh, that one is insanely powerful when someone will bad to the save because they're basically stuck laughing 
and can't do anything else but laugh. I'm kind of. That's what yeah, the, one of the uh, vampire abilities in vampires yeah. is hysteria. It's pretty hilarious. That happened to me once. Well, the group actually um, jacked up a major villain yeah. in one of our anniversary live stream games because the big bad that cast that and just swatted him while he was laughing. Because he couldn't do anything. He was like, he popped up on Joker gas. When I give it a game, I make them laugh, and then I sneak up behind them and kick them. <laughs> I love how she's like, and if I do this, <laughs> wait till the punchline comes. Hmm. So, so would you guys prefer me to have? Because I'm, I'm. What would be more useful? Do you want me to have cure wounds or healing word, or should I take both? I have healing. Spell. Yeah, uh, you can only take one because okay. there's no. I'm a cleric. We have. She has okay, a healing so spell. Cure, cure. I don't have wounds. healing. You have a healing hammer. Which it, one do you have? Healing wounds. It heals. Okay, so I will take the one she doesn't have. Cure wounds. Cure wounds. <laughs> All right. So our cure wounds. What does thaumaturgy do? Ah. By the way, thaumaturgy's really fun. Cool. Oh, that's right. Because you're, because you're a tiefling. Yeah. Because uh-huh. tiefling is I can cast thaumaturgy and hellish rebuke. Mm-hmm. No. Thaumaturgy, you can actually, <laughs> um, and this would be kind of fun because since you're a, a gladiator, mm-hmm. you can basically boom your voice, like, what is it, ten times louder? Yeah, megaphone, basically. It's like, you know, so if you were to yell and then you can address the audience easily, you could pretty much, like, deaf megaphone your voice. Um, nice. If a window or a door is open, Unlocked. I mean, like, unlocked, you can actually cause it to open or close. Okay. You know, you can't slam it or anything, but um, you can put out a candle. You can make things change color. Okay. You know, it's sort of like, it's a little like prestidigitation, but not, it's less less physical. Right, okay. Um. So, I saved Carrie's character's life with Thaumaturgy. Literally fooled some badass, evil. What was it? Uh, uh went the air knight. Yeah, the that um. You all thought was a great guy until you found he was an evil cult bastard. No, no, the one I said the elf belongs to me. Oh, the hag. The hag. The so this, this in the water like, temple. This heavy duty, you know. Oh no, no, that yeah, that was fun. The, the other one. Um and convinced because I could bellow my voice from a distance and make it echo tickling that the elf belonged to me it was my servant do what you want to do no I'm trying to find I want stuff that will fit with the character is the problem I don't some of these have like like when it ends people will know you did this to them and they will be angry and I'm like I probably don't want that you can make your eyes change color Mm mm-hmm um, I actually one of my trinkets was a like a just a, a ball uh, with like a snow smoke in it. Smoke. Okay, and I'm like, what am I gonna do this? I used to make the change colors for the kids. Mm-hmm. Well, I took that and made this uh, cult leader think it was a lie detector, <laughs> and every time nice. he said something, I would change the color. And like, oh no, you're lying. <laughs> and the worst part was she was the only one making an insight roll. Everyone else was believing this guy because he was really charismatic. And she's like, he's lying. He's lying. So I just jumped up on the table. And oh, and I'm a cleric, mind you. 
um, of, a, of a good God. Table. I just jump up on the table, rope punch the guy, and they're all like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and, like, and then I convince him, and then they're all like, oh, he's lying! <laughs> nice. And then he proceeds to cast Misty Step out the window. I knew I shouldn't have removed my dagger. Oh my god. They thought they had him trapped in the office because he was at a desk. He used the spell Misty Step, which is a bonus action, to teleport out the window. Yeah. Because he was also fly. I had, I had fun with it. So as you, as you guys are proceeding to head north... Oh, and you can make the ground shake a little. Yeah, you can do okay. earth tremors. You can do little earth tremors. See? They like your earth tremor, guys. They cheered you on. You so you guys... Were, I just floated up yeah, on you the way down. So you guys are heading north, and we're going to slide into the game while the bard is kicking the last of her bard spells. It's the nuts. Okay. okay, take your time. Seriously, the bard's got a little magical songbook that she's flipping through that she must have stole while you guys were at the Baron's place and nobody noticed. You don't know anything about that. <laughs> as, I can head it all the time. As uh, the druid, I'm assuming since you're oh! the survivalist in the group, That's is going to cool. give a survival role for, for setting you guys up to the right path. I mean, we all have to do Well, no, just, no, just the, the, the druid okay. who's your point man. Yep. 50-20? 70-20? Yeah. That's pretty cool. 14. 14? Okay. Plus 14. She, she, she rolled a 10. Oh, okay. So, you know, you got, you're guiding them pretty fairly where you pointed out on the map. Because when you're at the Baron's place, he's got this giant map table that's got topography built into it and stuff. It's really cool. It's okay. made with, like, clay and stuff. Pretty cool. Thank you. And, and, and you basically were shown the homesteads out there that you need to bring the people in. I mean, granted, with the cobalt earthquake threat, a lot of the people came in, but... You you you, you bonafide on her list of oh, spells. I was just checking to see which what she take. She took, I took uh, vicious mockery, blade worn, cure wounds, Tasha's hideous laughter, identify an unseen servant. Ooh, unseen servant's good. Unseen well, servant is sweet, especially if you're a thief. Yeah, <laughs> that and Mage Hand. Yeah, Mage Hand's a good one. So so you're guiding them up to where you're seeing you know little fires and stuff way off at the horizon. I mean you know where the mountains you know come down to the hilllands. And you guys are being, you know, you're, you're having an overnight hike out there, because I'm assuming you're going cross-country, right? Yeah. Well, you can take roads. I mean, there's roads that can kind of get you there, but, you know, it's a little longer. Um, it's just a little faster. So, what's which, which would you do? objective? To go out to where the orcs will be, the orcs will be coming south, mm -hmm. you are to go north, mm -hmm. you are to tell the people you see, get the hell to town, and go head off the orcs because. Hey, what? Don't take that with you if you're going to the bathroom. I'm not. I'm going to sit outside. Okay. Because your dear friend the dwarf tells you all about the orcs and how the orcs normally behave. Yeah. Well, why? Why are they? Why are you heading north to go fend off the orcs? Oh, because they will massacre everything in their path. Everything will die horribly. That's why you're heading. So you could take the, the, the trails out there and then go kind of cross-country, or you can just burn cross-country. As a, as a druid, you feel that cross-country is the faster way. Okay, I just wanted to make sure, so you're doing the cross-country bit, you know, you're guiding your friends through the, the least offensive of, of paths. Okay, and all of a sudden, you, you, know, you come across the first homestead that's got some grizzly old ranger couple that are there with their small cadre of animals that are their children. 
and uh, you basically they they seem to have like little parapet spikes at their front door. They seem to fortify when the cobalt threat came up. They immediately mobilized their house into a, a defensive position. And you see that there's like arrows stuck in the ground at random spots and little little grassy knolls. So uh, you guys come up to the, house, the homestead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how, how do you guys address the homestead when you start walking up on it? No. You know, do you do the traditional "hello to the house" from a safe distance? Yes. Yes. Or do you sneak up and get shot with an arrow? I do nothing. Okay. I let them do the thing. Okay, so who's gonna approach first? I will. Meet you. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, the house. Okay, so the rest of you, you, you two are going with her. I'm going with her. Okay, you know. So, so immediately as you say hello to the house, you all sit. Cords blessing upon you. You, 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 as soon as you say that, you hear this behind you, like away from the house, and you realize that there's somebody in a little crow's nest in the tree, a little little sniper spot and all of a sudden the door opens up and uh, there's this, this old withered old guy with his his long bow drawn back and he says hello travelers I see you're preparing <laughs> well it never hurts to be a little prepared yes you apparently hear some laughter from inside the house I was like it depends on what you're preparing for and he kind of looks around at you three and says well oh, Preparing for guests, of course, and he keeps eyeballing the, the, the teapot. Not quite sure what to make out of it. Maybe he hasn't seen many teapots. But, but especially looking at the dwarf and the bar and the bard. Come on in before you you, you get catch your, your death of cold or you get ventilated. <laughs> <laughs> Much obliged. So are you coming in? So basically, he kind of like kicks one of the big poles he's got at the house, and it kind of drops down so he can easily walk over to come inside the house. And he kind of like goes over and he kind of like grabs a bundle of arrows in the making on the table and kind of like shifts them to the side to make room for you to drink. He throws down a big ceramic mug and a couple wood cups. Sit! Wet your whistle. You, You look to have the dust of the trail on you. Well, the arrows that he's making and stuff, what type of hits do they have? Basically just stone arrows, but they're really well-made flint arrows. You can tell he's got really good craftsmanship with that. Carpentry is his his, his shtick. Because forging is mine. (laughs) Much obliged. Uh, uh, What are you shooting at? Well, you know, sometimes you know, there's there's things in the woods that walk on two legs, and sometimes they walk on four legs. But whenever they're there, they're trouble. And, and that's what I've got my old girl here, and he pats his bow. And would you be seeing any orcs? Well, I haven't seen any orcs, but I've seen orc sign on the trails. Seems, you know, a couple days ago, a small group of them, maybe about four or five, went... Uh, south of our, our place. Oh. Which, by the way, that would align with the group that you ran into. Yeah. Um, I see you're, uh, you're settling in. Uh, you may want to think about pulling up stakes and moving closer to the larger community 
because from what we've gathered, there's going to be a very large, sorry, I'm too tired to do it's a okay. Scottish accent that has to, that requires a lot more thought. Um, uh, I didn't know if you knew, uh, uh, a large, very large force of orcs are going to be heading this way. We've been at, we've been tasked by the Baron to round up the folks in the countryside. Uh, you can tell he gives you this look and it's it's almost like the, the, the soldier to soldier look and the fact that you're giving it to him is the like, no shit look. Like, see you're no stranger to the, to the art of war. Were you two in the orc wars? No, no. With I the was, Baron and I. I, I, I was, I was but a young boy when, when those wars happened. I was taught to make bows and arrows, but I never actually served. But I heard stories. My uncle never did come back from those days. If it hadn't been for the Baron, neither would have I. And all of a sudden, as he's sitting there talking, he then lets out this ear-splitting whistle. It's obviously a sign. All of a sudden, you hear like a little zip line noise of someone zip lining from tree to tree, and then all of a sudden, you know, someone's walking up the walk. Okay, and you guys, uh, door gets kicked open, and the, this like one person with their hands full kicks the door to open it up. So the That's door opens with a thud instead of a, yeah. It's a not, nice. It's not violent. Yeah, it's not someone. It's okay, it's not like as you see this muscular woman come in. She's like maybe forty, but it's a hard living in the woods forty. So it's really sunburned, wrinkly skin, hair's lost with some of its color, and she comes in with a, a similar bow to his, only she's got a massively full quiver. And she just looks at him and beams a smile, and he immediately beams a smile back at her and says. My love, so they say we have to go into town to protect the townsfolk. Because the Baron says only your bow will protect the people as well as it should. And immediately she like beams the smile. And then she like looks at all of you guys, especially the little gnome. What, what, does, what does Mikesy do? She's just looking at me. Yeah, she's just looking at you. I observe. <laughs> so you're just staring back at her in this weird awkward silence. Uh -huh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then she proceeds to go over to the pitcher of, of you know, mead, drinks a big long draft out of it. So when are we packing up? It's about time we move on. And they kind of look at all. They look at both of you like, give them directions. I don't know what's going on. So, um, well, you're I... basically telling these people to go back to go to town for their own safety. He um, is obviously tricking her, saying the Baron is summoning them to defend the town, so she'll come along. Right. Uh, within, so, do we, oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, within the, I can't remember uh, what the, well, soon. Like the next day or two? Within the week. Well, maybe a little sooner than a week. Uh, do you know of uh, any other folks like yourself in the area? Oh, and, and, and he immediately goes and pulls a little, you know, pigskin mat that he plops down and he basically you know, points out the... So Are you sure you weren't in the wars? <laughs> so here's the old dwarf cobbler, Corin. He's, he's, he's a funny fool. Funny fool. Don't go into his property unless you mind the signs he has around his property. Are they in Dwarven? No, they're, they're in pictures. 
Not everyone speaks Dwarven. But you, trust me, when you see the property, you'll understand what I'm saying. Just obey the signs. When the, when the sign says don't step on something, you don't step on something. <laughs> trust me, it's better than, it's, it's worse than bear traps out there. And then he points over here, this, this, this is the family. They, uh, basically, they practice this open-hand religion. I've never really spent enough time around them to know exactly what that means, but they, they, they wrestle a lot. Like the, the kids are constantly biting each other in a fun way. They consider it some kind of you know entertainment. And over here, here's one of the areas you're going to have to watch out for, because we've got some local hills tribes people. They, they kind of stay around here only in the summer. They use it as a summer camp for when the uh, animals are running, the herds are around there. But you shouldn't have to worry about them quite yet this time of year. They should probably still be in their hills. And he basically gives you this rundown with the map. The hills in that the, the orcs are headed from? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're not. And basically he, he takes a few seconds looking at the map and uh, looks at you guys and would you be needing to use my map? I think it would be very useful and helpful if you would be willing to part with it. And you know you would get advantage on survival rolls if you have the map, so you may want to be good. Yeah. yeah. I don't like the pigskin, but okay. Huh? It's still tomato. Yeah. Okay, so you you you, you guys ask for the map? Most things at this point will be made out of vellum, which is animal skin. Shaved very thin. Okay. So he, he then proceeds to roll up the pigskin map, and who's going to hold it? I'm assuming you. So you take this pigskin map. It's funny because the tail is actually wrapped around. You can tell that they, they're, they're, they're huntsmen. That's what they do. Okay, so you guys have the map. They're getting ready to start packing up their belongings, their best, you know, brewed mead. You know, then they start locking things down, and they you can see that they've got some pits where they're going to be burying some of their belongings, and... They uh, offer you as much food as you want to carry away because obviously they're not going to want to leave it behind to be ruined. Okay? And that's a good time for me to take a quick break and get another soda. Do you want another one, sweetie? Yes, please. It's fine.
So the group was basically given a pigskin map of the uh, surrounding territory. Of uh, the people who are around that might be of help or hindrance. Uh-huh. Two slinger yeah. <laughs> Also, my word, she says Gavin in the baby crack. <laughs> Someone dropped spoilers on you of what's happening. Yeah, worse than mom ever has. So I'm like pissed off now. Uh, what? Uh, I created a character in the Warcraft now that we have a high mountain torrent, which are moose basically. Moose torrent. So uh, my new moose, I named it and Squirrel. I almost wanted to name it not Moose. That's amazing. I named, I made my fake character to be the love child between cats and uh, Sam. Yeah. So far it's working. I'm a demon fan. I'm a cast fan. A cast, yeah, but Sam no. Sam after He's a whiny baby. Yes. For me he is a whiny baby. I liked him a lot better in the earlier seasons. But um after Getting to know Jared through like conventions and Twitter oh, and all that. Knowing that he's not his character. Yeah, it's really hard to see him do serious things. <laughs> Realizing that the whole bunch of them are all freaking awesome. 
Which that's probably why the show is so great because the guys themselves, they're all freaking awesome dudes. They are all freaking awesome dudes. It's just really hard to watch the stand. Yeah. Start again. <laughs> Jeez, now you know to keep your situation aware. Thanks for them, Why'd you have to throw it at me? Because you were way over there. You weren't paying attention. Mm-hmm. I knew it wouldn't hurt you. Calm down. you got to aim better. Okay, so right. you, you've been given the map. So you have the map that will help give you advantage on survival roles in this area. Yay. With something like this with a lot more topography on it. And pigs. Yes, and pigs. <laughs> Yes, it glows green. And it tastes like pork. Yeah, everything's better with bacon. <laughs> okay, so as you guys are heading north, are you guys trying to be quiet on the trail? Or yes. Or something like, okay, so you are trying to be quiet? I, someone's trying to be quiet. Go I'm trying this fuck to be quiet. Go ahead. Just being natural. Everyone give me a stealth roll. Be mindful of your armor if it gives you advantage or disadvantage. Yep. Yeah, if it gives you a disadvantage, what does it do? Basically, you roll twice and you take the suckier of the two rolls. But this is going to be a group roll. So basically, oh my god. So I got 18 plus 5. So this is a survival? Stealth. Stealth. Okay, so stealth. So I got a 15. So we got a 15 and a 23. What did you get? Because I don't get a negative. You could save the group right now. I guess that's a no. I got a 5. And the druid rolled a one. I I have chainmail. I don't do quiet. Dude, can I just be quiet away from you? But I'm a mountain dwarf, which means I don't take a negative for my. I have no armor. So I rolled a four and a three. You guys position yourselves. proficiency. You're right around here, walking towards me. You're walking this way. Can I position yourself? Oh, you would be where. I'm getting like, are there, is there, is it a path with brush along the side? It's woods just like the picture here. It's okay. exactly like this. So I'm like going out of my way to find sticks. Step on them. Apparently. <laughs> I'm tripping over every stick. And I am, I am going tree to tree to tree. I'm like, like not prepared for this. I am a shadow. You cannot see so, me. So go ahead and put yourselves where you'd like to be in the middle band section right here. Right there. That's where I am. In the goddamn trees. Well, well, the trees are these things. These are the Is trees. That a tree? That's grass. Okay, that's just grass. So you like right there. Hiding okay, there. I'm so so spread yourselves out amongst where you are. So the the, 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 the two who are making noise seem to be in the front. Mike okay. C and I tend to be in the same. Oh, let's see. Let's get you out I have of that a feeling tree. I'm tripping over those sticks you're stepping on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just I'm like, like ooh, crack. Okay. Ooh, I'm like, crack. oh god, no, how is okay? Oh, that's right, I did it. What'd you get to carry? My little... I can't get to the peanuts. Oh. What? what? I will get to the peanuts one way or another. Lucky, luckily for you guys, <laughs> all of a sudden you guys are walking, clanking, making noise, and all of a sudden at once, as opposed to them rolling surprise on you and ambushing you horribly for a full round of having you guys at their complete and total advantage. All of a sudden you realize you're fucking surrounded. Somebody must have coughed or something. Or stomped on every piece no, of no, no, I'm no. not talking you guys. Oh, I'm them. talking all of a sudden you hear, achoo! 
and then grumbly sound like all around you that you're surrounded. Because one of the, the they rolled stealth really they sneezed badly. and they all said bless you. Yeah. <laughs> and as you realize, like you know how that happens in real life. Yeah. <laughs> you get like eight. Why is he laying down? You. Well, he was high. Oh no, laying down. Okay. He's he's prone. Oh. and instant messenger and everybody's phones went <laughs> <laughs> now that was an alarm for for to give Bo you go his medicine but I need to take that off because he doesn't take that medicine anymore. So everybody go ahead and roll initiative. Since everyone gets to roll initiative instead of an ambush round. I mean I was gonna have this great ambush round and I rolled twenty. Nine. Wait. And then Because it's it, yeah, it's been a while since I've done this. It's so, so I have plus three. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, the, there's a thingy on here for that. Uh-huh. Yeah, so plus okay. one. Ten. Ten. Good to know because you're breaking a tie then. Uh, seventeen with my initiative. And, and you hear this orc crying like a child in the distance. <laughs> the chest is going down. <laughs> oh, I'll give you something to cry about. <laughs> Okay, so it, it is our uh, fighter's turn. The gladiator senses sense that she's surrounded. As all of a sudden she had this flashback to when she was a small child being given away to gladiator Ramos. And she smelled this slave master who's half orc. Oh. And she catches a whiff oh of orc and, and it pulls her out of her screaming child vision. Or maybe not. Maybe one of the orcs pinched a baby. Maybe they're eating a baby. Maybe they're making a baby. Well, since um, the orcs did not make their stealth rolls, you are aware of every orc on that map. You don't rightly see them completely, but you're aware that you are surrounded and they, there are people there and they're gruff and they're tusky and they're mouthing grunkily. Well, apparently, I think going after the biggest, baddest one is going to make all the other ones stand down from my awesome research yeah. <laughs> at, at the town. Um, so which one looks like they're in charge? Are, are you going to take a second do a perception roll to pull in everything? What does that do? Basically means you're wasting your action doing a, a perception action. Uh, or no. do you want to just charge off I'll, and hit something? I'll just charge off and hit the one that's in front of me. Okay. That one that's closest to you? Yeah, the okay. one that Aya is touching. Touchy, touchy. touchy. That's not me. Don't touch me. I'll just turn you around. Okay. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Well, yeah, I have to get all. I have to, that's a tree. So oh, yes, okay. you have to walk around the tree to get to it. Oh, that's dumb. All right. You're just afraid. But they're all kind of behind trees, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's why, that's why you walked right up on them. They were like, shh. <laughs> We'll get, a, we'll get an attack round on them, and then all of a sudden you guys end up freaking doing that. <laughs> like, well, shit, we were going to do all kinds of cool things, like our aggressive thing that lets us move our speed twice and stuff. 
Whatever gig that kid is playing, he doesn't like it. <laughs> it's literally a baby. It's a baby. I know. Yeah. I, I know. She's funny. Oh, she's okay. Good. I wasn't sure if you knew it was actually a baby. Yeah. Yeah. No, like at one point, the baby I was just that. crawling around on the floor. Uh, yeah, I couldn't get to the register because I was like, there's a baby on the floor this way, and there's a baby on the floor this way, but I can't get to the register! Uh, uh, uh. You're dashing off through the trees to attack the nearest orc. Gavin mm-hmm. thought it would be quieter out there. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, you probably went out there too because he's cooler. Yeah, probably. Yeah, he's got the headphones on, so, yeah. Um, I'm gonna just, uh, attack it, I guess. Okay, go ahead and swing your mighty weapon. Ooh, swing! <laughs> <laughs> 17 and uh, sweetest baby sounds in the background. <laughs> uh, uh, whatever. How do I not do that? Oh, there it is. Two plus. I gotta like, print out all my spells. What's yeah. 17 plus 4? <laughs> That'd be 21. That's what I rolled. And that still hits. Sweet. Go ahead and roll for damage as you swing your weapon. Mm-hmm. Prepare to feel the glory. 8 plus strength? Yes? Yes. So, uh, 10. Ooh. You swing your hammer and crack it into him. He is not dead though. Yeah, he's crying like a little baby though. Yeah. <laughs> you literally hit him so hard, his face is just completely smashed on one side. Like some teeth fall out. Uh, and why actually one of his tusks knocked out. His eyes like. So like I did a significant up. amount of damage to you him. You did. So is it okay if I go ahead and waste my action surge to hit him again? You could follow up with a backhand on that. From uh, that screaming, you no. <laughs> <laughs> so you come up and you swing when you can run that tree, and all of a sudden, when you realize it doesn't work, you swing back and you come and injury right down. What is that? 20? Natural twenty. And you basically <laughs> smash the orc into the ground. Oh, he's really gonna be crying now. Oh, no, there's no crying anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Well done. So, dwarf, you just saw the tiefling put an orc down like an orc should be put down. Dead. I was like, take that, you slaver fuck! (laughs) Kind of reminded you, you're old slaver too. I can get to that one over there. This one? If I go diagonally. Five, there we go. The faster you can take them down, the better the I'm chance going to we have hit with my one hand. Dying. Okay, swing, have a swing. It's time. It's Apparently, I am not going to do well. I've got a seven. Okay, so you go up there and you swing, but there's like a clump of wet moss. And the orc just seems to be looking at you. And the sad thing is, when you look at this orc, you notice most of the mini, he's kind of paler than the others. Maybe he's maybe he's only half orc. You almost see like some dwarvish look to the nose on him. Oh, no. no, there are no half dwarves. The book says orcs can mate with dwarves now. What? When did that happen? It's in the book. <laughs> Not a part of this. <laughs> Okay, so you swing your hammer Bless and you me. miss. Because it, it just does this like, whoa! Don't, especially since it saw this. <laughs> it saw his friend get dropped in two swings with a big hammer. When you keep swinging your little hammer, he, he, he dove back. 
He noped his way back. Well, it's the, the dwarf body makes the hammer look littler. It's a trick of the light. Okay, if you say so. Okay, okay so then it's the bard's turn. Now okay. you can call the bard a bard, not a rogue yeah, bard. No, I know. A bard rogue. Um, I want to use one of my things. You have things. Um, hmm. kind of want to use Tasha's biggest laughter. Because hey. it already makes you laugh. Well, does it doesn't it make you laugh so uncontrollably? You can't pretty much do it. Basically, anything. immobilize. I want to mobilize somebody so so it's the people who can actually cause damage can you kill it. Who would you like to cast it on? You um, see this guy crawling out from under the log. See, he's already rolling on the floor. Uh, you just gotta give him a laughing bar now. Okay. Get it? Rolling on the floor, laughing out loud. That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> um. I probably want to go for the one standing because he seems like he would be caused more trouble. Okay. So how do I do this? Because I, I, so I gotta print you, out. You'll need your spell. Yeah, let me go ahead and I'll open the spell book. Where did uh, it go? Andy? Yes. Put apparently my pink orb on the other, other side. side. It went all the way over there. It you likes you. 21. <laughs> <laughs> it likes you. About time she's breaking in the dice. I will find the spell for you. It's right there. Okay. So. Sorry. Okay. Is well, he within my range? Uh, what is the range? 30, 30 feet. You're going you're gonna to have to do like a little step this way so you can see him. So 5, 10, 20, 25. Okay, so you, you have to step that way. I'm the one behind. I'm sorry. Now, by the way, you did probably want to spend 50 gold for a component belt okay. that has all your magical components. It says that you'll need them there, already there, and okay. except for like really ridiculous expensive okay. things. Okay. The bard doesn't usually need it. All they need is a musical instrument or... That's true, but did she buy a musical instrument? I have a loot. You have a loot? Okay, okay. good. So, I'm, I'm so the trying to push is... the whole bard thing. Okay. Yeah. Primarily so, bards so does that mean you have your loot so. out? Because you'll need to like... Yeah. Okay. I don't have a choice, so. Dun dun! Rock and roll. So so you you can can read that loud. Uh, Yeah, okay, so um, casting time one action, 30 feet, component BSM. That's uh, voice, um, uh, somatic, somatic and a component. Okay. Uh, Concentration up to one minute. Uh, Creature of your choice that you see within range perceives everything as hilariously funny and falls into fits of laughter. The target must succeed a wisdom saving throw. Or fall prone, becoming incapacitated well, no, it's material. and unable to stand for for the duration. A creature with an intelligence score of four or less isn't affected. I'm hoping these things at least have a five intelligence. Yes, you know, you know orcs well, yeah, are they speak they're language, so yeah, okay. they're people. They're so at the end of each its turn, at, at end of its turn, each time it takes damage, the target can make another Wisdom saving throw. The target has advantage on saving throws if it's triggered by damage. On a success, the spell ends. So I don't, I don't know. They, I guess he's got to do a wisdom yep, saving he's throw. He's got to make a wisdom saving throw against yours, which is, I believe, thirteen, right? Um, actually, no. Well, your your spell DC. Um, oh, that was a natural twenty. It yeah. was eight plus your proficiency plus your charisma. 
Oh, well, my charisma is plus three. And you're plus two, so yes, it's three. Okay. So he needs to roll a 13 or higher wisdom. By the way, it works. 13 plus eight. He fails his save. And immediately, you make some kind of gesture to him, and he just literally starts chuckling. And you know what the worst part is? As you make your gesture, he looks over here where the orc just got splattered and just starts laughing. <laughs> and cackling. And this weird guttural laugh just starts echoing out. And it's almost almost just, just under contagious laughter that, that, that would be affecting others. Yeah. This guy's looking at him like, what the hell are you laughing at? Now, for you, remember, it is a concentration spell, so you can't cast any more magic. I'm not planning to, but I, it says I have a um, bonus, cunning action, bonus action. Uh-huh. Can I hide? I can concentrate, but can I still get stuck? I would have blind a sight. As long as you hide, and still can see him. Okay. Well, I'm just kind of edging around the tree so that one doesn't see me. Okay. So you're going... Give me a, give me a uh, stealth check. Okay. So that way, if, you know, if it's under his passive, that they'll see it. 15? Oh, yeah, yeah, they're not going to see you. Anyone that wasn't directly looking here. at you does not know you're even there. Okay. I don't think he can hear you. No, he can't. Oh. Okay, so you cast it, and he is just... <laughs> it's, it's painful to listen to. <laughs> and that's a great place to wrap it up there. Hey guys, Jim from D&D Journey of the 5th Edition here, and I want to thank you for taking the time to check out our Kickstarter. For the last four years, we've been having a blast gaming and sharing convention panels that we've been part of on our three podcasts, and now we're looking to get you to join us in our fun and games. For 2018, we're looking to try a few new things and want to send out a call to action to all our listeners. With your support on this Kickstarter, we'll be able to give you not only a better show, but also extra perks because, well, we really care about our listeners and want to give you the best of what we've got. After all, we listen to our show too. In 2018, we definitely want to up our game and bring a few new features like having more livecast games as well as gaming on Roll20 and Google Hangout. If you have any suggestions, please feel free to reach out to us at facebook.com slash network. Let us know if you're interested in doing anything. Alright guys, like always, thank you for listening. Down in the depths of the mountain, we dwarves spend our time forging powerful weapons, mining precious gems and metals, and feasting like kings. But after a day of digging for the next Arkenstone, this dwarf likes to come home to a package full of loot. Dungeon Crate is a monthly subscription box service forged specifically for RPG and tabletop gamers. Miniatures, dice, tokens, coins, maps, modules, terrain pieces, handcrafted items, RPG jewelry, and more are yours for only a few gold per month. You even get a digital crate along with a physical one as an added bonus. So are you brave enough to reward yourself with a dungeon crate? By Morden's beard, I hope so. DungeonCrate.com. Let the adventure begin.
Thank you for listening to D&D Journey of the 5th Edition, a member of the Creative Play and Podcast Network. And remember, be careful out there. There be dragons about.